the Ottawa Senators are retiring Chris fucking Neal's number 25. That's how we're starting this week's episode. The Ottawa Senators just want to be made fun of. That's my submission of open Twitter and like literally that was announced a minute ago. That is so That's Martin's favorite player. Right up there with I think this has to be like the worst player ever retired. And that he's not he's probably one of the I mean this in a bad way. He's they're not even doing it out of like the memory of his death. Like Chris Neal's still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. They're doing it because, like, it's such a big part of the organization. Like, wait, he's alive, right? <laughs> or I'm gonna, you're like, right, as in, uh, I'm a, am I gonna have to cut this out? Or not? Yeah, I'm gonna be a big piece of shit. <laughs> Holy moly. Anyways, Ty, do the intro. Are we, have we started already? Yeah. Oh. Well, welcome to episode 127 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Thank you for fixing Yeah, and we have Luke here. Uh, he bailed last week because I don't know. I just thought I he plans. said no. He said he had better things to do. No, at least I tell people when I'm not going to be there. Sometimes we've we've adjusted our whole. I want to I want to say this. We've adjusted our whole recording schedule for Ty the last uh, <laughs> three months. That's um, very true. That's then, very very true. So yeah, he can shut the fuck up. Is what he can do. And now and now we're like <laughs> recording episodes on Tuesdays and releasing them on Fridays. And there's like whole three days worth of shit that happens in between. Well, you yeah, guys want to do it? Caught. I said we can do it Wednesday this week. Yeah, you told us at seven thirty tonight. Well, in case I well, maybe you changed. Maybe you, maybe you preferred that then. No, because I make plans on days that we don't have the podcast. Well, yeah, I think I, think I what make Luke is... I make plans on days that we do have the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what Luke is saying is, this takes up too much of his time. He's set, he's putting in his two week resignation soon. Correct. I see. All right. Well, we have a new producer. His name's Producer Ty. I don't have faith in Ty. Yeah, me too. <laughs> to be honest, you're right. We Anyways. shouldn't. We, we shouldn't make fun of Luke because he's too valuable to the team here. Yeah, yeah Ty, I can, I can delete all of our episodes ever posted. <laughs> Very That's easily. too much power. That's too much power in one person's hands. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, uh, okay, so what should we start yeah. out with, other than Chris Neal? <laughs> well, Chris Neal got his, is getting his number retired. Honestly, that's the that's the most comedic thing I've seen all day. It's it's a day of a lot of comedy, but that is the pretty weird thing I've ever seen. Like even, even a diehard. Yeah, Chris Phillips should is going to get his number retired, and yeah, who else? Uh, Mark Borwiecki. <laughs> uh, Danny Heatley. Well, Wade Redden maybe. Nikita Zaitsev. They're just oh, waiting yeah. to hang up his skates before they retire his jersey. Well, when are they firing DJ Smith? Is that going to happen anytime soon? I think. Oh. I think this is a good. I think yeah. We'll start off with everything Senators. Let's let's just let's just start off there, um, before we start listing off random things. So, um, firstly, the Sens came into the season being extremely hyped up. The summer was it the summer of Dorian? Is that what they called it, Martin? Yep. The summer, summer of Dorian. It was called the summer of Dorian. Yep. And he made some good moves on paper, I guess. You know, bringing in Debrinket, Giroux. Team was team. The, the the fans were excited for these acquisitions because they went out and spent money and spent assets to bring in some relatively good players. And you had people like uh, what's his name? Trakos, Michael Trakos, and Mark Mathot, and Martin Smithfootit um, say that this team, this team is playoff bound and it's going to be a contender this year for the first time in six years. How's it gone so far, Martin? Can you tell me who is last in the Atlantic? I mean, okay, <laughs> to be. To be fair, they're all one. <laughs> they're all well. one goal games, Ty. Yeah. So <laughs> their goal differential is literally zero. They're yeah. So that's what I was about 36. to say. They're the only team 
in the bottom like 10 teams with a non-negative goal differential, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like the teams around them are like St. Louis, the Blues and shit like that. And the Blues, you know, St. Louis has a negative 14. San Jose has a negative 13. Anaheim has a negative 20. Like they're, they're doing better than what their record shows so far, to be fair to them. There's positive regression coming. They also lost Josh Norris. That's pretty they, big I loss. know that was a huge loss. Sure. Um, they had this is the first game Cam Talbot started this season. He came in relief last game, but this is the first game he started. Josh Norris so, is going to be a massive thing, especially for their Josh power Norris play. I feel huge. like their power uh, play hasn't been good, which is kind of team, crazy. The team when they brought well. in Giroux and Debrinket. You'd think Giroux, Debrinket, Stutzla. Thomas Shabbat and like someone else would make that team playable. Sutzla did not start off well. Well, Sutzla hasn't. Debrinket hasn't. Giroud, Giroud hasn't really. Hasn't really. You know who has yeah. been really bad is Thomas. Giroud's been good. Okay. Giroud has well, six goals in 11 games. Batherson is not points. good. Batherson has 11 points good. in 11 games. Okay, but like <laughs> defensively what do you want not from good. Them? Thomas Shabbat, not good. They're a shit defensive team. It's like... You're, you're playing you're playing Hamannick and Zaitsev at least 30, 40 minutes a night. And that's where DJ Smith comes in. Where like, yeah. you know, he's got to stop mean, doing that. Sanderson's been great so far. Artem Zub's been hurt, so that's not good. Sanderson's been great. I think Sanderson's going to be huge for them, potentially. Um, is he, like, him and... Uh, who else, who's uh, Branstrom? Branstrom's looked good in stints, too, from what I've seen of the Senators. Zaitsev had not played that much, FYI. He's only played seven games, uh, six games, and he's averaged 16 minutes of ice time. So, like, that's, like, the bottom pairing ice time guy. So, now what about Hamannick? Yeah, well, the, I don't know why they like him. That was a <laughs> Dorian move. That was Pure a Dorian, Dorian move. move. Uh, not a Dorian, uh, a McGuire move, and they should have got rid of him. <laughs> no, it's a Dorian move left. too. You can't bring, you can't blame McGuire for I him. McGuire, like you Solely can't blame McGuire. You can blame McGuire for a lot of stuff, but ye, Pierre also Martin's sniffling a whole lot. Jesus, right yeah, into Martin, the mic, <laughs> right into the mic every time. <laughs> all I hear, I all I keep hearing is just like I looked like, up. Uh, I just for fun because I was on Twitter still and the Ottawa Senators account and everyone under the the Twitter thread was like, "Well deserved retiring." This guy has two hundred fifty points in a thousand twenty six games. One point <laughs> every four games is probably the least deserving retirement jersey I've ever seen. That's that's like that's but like he was retiring there for a Luke's. while and wasn't he captain at one point? No, I was no. going to say, was he even no. ever captain? No, he was alternate he played, captain. He played every year of his life there but that's probably if because if he ever got traded he wouldn't have played in that nhl that's <laughs> like retiring luke's number at the at the mount joy community center yeah <laughs> dude this his his biggest goal season was 16 goal most points he had in the season was 33 that's insane this is like putting well, Alfredson in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Like insulting. The, the good stuff coming for the Suns is that apparently Ryan Reynolds is going to buy the team or wants to buy the team. Should that's a good segue. <laughs> he said that on national TV in the States. Yep. Pop, on, half wasn't it on like Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert or something? It was Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Who's, yeah. by the way, we could have a whole, I could have a whole rant about how terrible Jimmy Fallon is. No, we're not going to rant about that. No, we're not ranting I'm glad we found something Luke's passionate about. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he said he said the word Ottawa on Ottawa Senators on national TV, which is probably the first time Ottawa Senators have ever probably been on TV in, in America. I don't think any airtime down there. That's so. probably yeah, the biggest like news they've ever gotten ever is Ryan Reynolds speaking their name. <laughs> Google Jimmy search spike probably skyrocketed this weekend. <laughs> and of, like uh, realistically, you're not wrong, and that's, yeah, that's why it's such a good thing for Ottawa. And he, he actually mentioned like quite a like he even said he's like yeah that you know NHL teams are very expensive. It's not like buying that small little soccer team that he bought in uh, uh, what's the name? What's the name? Wrexham. Wexham. Wexham. 
Wrexham. I think it's Wrexham. Um, no, it's Wrexham. Wrexham, sorry. No, Wex. That was, Wex. It is Wex. Wex. Is Wex. it Wrexham? Oh, okay. Is that even a Premier League team? That's like no, a, it's a, a division. It was team. like a div- no, it's like a Division Four team or something like that, or five. Yeah, they're nowhere close to the Premier League. Yeah, they're, they're like not even close. Years. Why do you even? But buy they them? have more fans than some Premier he League teams. He got. He only bought them. I'm pretty sure. There's a whole. I read a whole like thread about it. He only bought them if he could sell the rights to like a producing a TV show. Yeah, which he did. Oh, yeah, okay. that was the only he reason he would have bought it, right? He didn't want to yeah. just own a team, but he wanted the the show with him managing it, making decisions. He is very good decisions. at content. That guy, Re- Rexham is, I think, in the top. Wexham, sorry, Wexham, is in the top ten searches on like multiple, like different soccer websites. Like they're actually in the top. Like they're more searched up than like Tottenham and like all these other like gigantic teams worth billion plus dollars like the big thing with huge. the with him wanting to buy the sense and announcing it it's hit it's him saying to the billionaires hey man add me in yeah and like they, you, like you don't need to give being exactly. approached by multiple groups if you're a billionaire you're just like here here's 500 million dollars 600 million dollars whatever it is go get the sense you manage it and run it i'll just sit back and fucking you know I'll give you a certain percentage and you just fucking run shit and you fucking turn a $600 million team into an $800 million team into a mil- a billion dollar team in the next, you know, five, seven years. And yes. if there's one thing Ryan Reynolds does well, it's fucking content. Like nobody's bad. How many no followers s- does he have across socials? Like I'm not lot. sure, but it's not even, it's not even just like his social following. It's like him being able to, connect into other people's for yeah. 46.3 million on there you go Insta. yeah he has more followers than any any person in the nhl he's probably oh, yeah. has more followers than all the nhl teams combined yeah it'd be close i don't know if he for sure does but it would probably yeah. be close well i'll just check sure. toronto because toronto probably has the most i think toronto probably has like five hundred thousand followers on instagram you think the Leafs team has 500,000 followers? 1.2, dude. Yeah, yeah, so for sure. 100% he has more followers than every single he NHL team. He twice combined. as many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly three times as many, actually. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Does the Leafs only have 1.2? Yeah. I mean, I, you've seen his stuff for Avian Jin. His the stuff Rangers only Mint have 1.2. A- Avian's a billion-dollar business, basically, almost. Yeah, on the yeah. backs of terrible quality gin, but people like, like awful. Ryan. Awful. Yeah. It tastes. I've disgusting. heard people do like taste tests and stuff, and they're like, "This is the, the worst gin <laughs> but I've ever had." I know so many people that buy it, and I'm just like, "It's so gross." And it's he's got Mint Mobile, cheap. which is like competing with all the cell service monopoly companies, and they in, do well the too because his well. ads are really well, good, well done. Like he's, I mean, the king of content. I would people imagine. Are with him. I would they imagine he runs the marketing for Deadpool. At least, like that's what it seems like. like yeah, it seems like it's he's just like his huge. brain. Brain child. Ryan yeah, Reynolds like, is Luke's Luke's favorite person, favorite man that he may he may switch allegiances and cheer mm-hmm. with cheer for Martin's team. Well, the amount of times I've heard Ty make that joke is like way too many. <laughs> well, it's true. It's the I mean, I would I would leave the Leafs and watch. Funny. I'd be a Senators fan if Ryan no, he doesn't mean leave my team allegiances. He means switch who I'm batting for. <laughs> I, I get what I get what time meant. <laughs> yeah, we got it, Eric. You disconnected. Yep. Yeah, don't worry about it. I hear everything you're saying right now. Okay. I was just wondering. I'm back. Okay. Yeah, you're back now. Yeah. No, I, I understood. I understood what okay. time was inferring. But I anyways, never the, for I think the interesting. <laughs> I would very much rather switch my sexuality than cheer for the senators. Honestly, I would see us doing the same thing, really. Yeah, it's 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 equally as important. One could argue. Um, yeah, but I think what would be interesting is like the reason Ryan Reynolds was able to grow that team he bought so heavily was because he was allowed to do what he wanted to do. I don't think they if would allow. If he comes in the him NHL, he's here. not gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna be allowed to do shit. I feel. 
right? He's not buying it's, it. He's not allowed to do anything. Like he's, he's just not. I don't think. I don't think there's That's any. The thing. Okay, you also have to think like, who are the rich owners who want to own a hockey team in the Ottawa area, right? Like, mm-hmm. who has, who and who will want Ryan Reynolds Go to, to be Toby Look, whatever the guy who runs Shopify. Yeah, you're gonna, but I mean, you're gonna need someone, and I just think that the old men who are gonna own the Sens may not think that Ryan Reynolds is. Fix your mic again. Me? Yeah, put it in front of your mouth. Oh, it is in front of my mouth. I think well, it could be. I think I'm guessing it'll be a group that buys yeah. them. It'll for sure be a group. It'll be like five, six, seven guys. But Ryan all put in like fifty seven hundred Vancouver. Ryan Reynolds is from Vancouver, though, right? So I could. He said he lived in Ottawa, though. He said he yeah went to Vanier or whatever. Yeah. He said a small little village of Vanier, and it's like, dude, Vanier's just part of the downtown at this point. (laughs) It would be really cool if he was able to put up, like you know how the Leafs had their all or nothing show. I feel like yeah. Ryan Reynolds Amazon, could do a ten, though. yeah. That, but yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds could do like a ten times better job at creating well, a show like that that all fans would want to watch. Like nobody outside of the, Leafs fans was watching the Leafs thing. I think they yeah. wanted like a lot of people watch the Leafs to like troll them. The play, and, yeah. the sure, players yeah. would be stoked too if the if Ryan Reynolds actually bought the team. Like they they'd be pumped about the about it. I would guess. I'd be more fascinated to see like the process of buying an NHL team. Like if we're going... It'd be cool if you like documented it and everything like that. Yeah. There's no, there's zero way Ryan Reynolds is buying a team if he doesn't have the like creative freedom. What the NHL should be doing is begging him to buy it. it. Yes. (laughs) The NHL should be putting all their resources into how do we help Ryan Reynolds put a group together to buy an NHL team? Like if that's not their number one priority right now, they're but, fucking idiots. They're the, like a hundred percent. They're idiots. Does does the NHL do anything to encourage Justin? Yeah, Bieber they do. to do stuff. Oh, I don't like know. The Leafs. I think the Leafs do. I think the Leafs, the Leafs do. probably yeah. do. Yeah, but Which probably because of the NHL and team. Austin Matthews. Yeah, and yeah, I Bieber think being a huge. It'd Leafs be really fan. funny if if Mister Grow the Game Batman himself. Uh, on a national level, was like, mm, let's not get one of the most international stars to no, uh, like all the like they've already failed with you know Justin Bieber, Drake went and like represented the Raptors, like they failed in a variety of different ways. This could easily make up for it if you just ensure Ryan Reynolds gets the team, like still get fair value for the franchise and all that nonsense, but make sure in any way possible that you put him in the best position to get that team. Yes, because yeah. that is the the biggest. We we were talking about headwinds last week. The ML, the MLS has a bunch of headwinds coming. NBA has a bunch of headwinds coming. The NHL really doesn't. If you're talking about headwinds, Ryan Reynolds is your headwind. It's not World Cup level headwind, but it's as close as the NHL is ever going to get. But I just think that. <clears throat> excuse me. I just think that like. It would be a big thing at first, and I think that the appeal of that would die down. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's maybe, but as, as if, long as you get enough short-term attention, you can convert some of those people into long-term fans. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and the, but the other problem is like, how are these people going to be ever watching? Let's say, you know, I don't know, someone in in the USA wants to watch the That's Ottawa a whole Senators. Other thing, yeah. How are they going to ever see them? Yep, right. uh, that's also a very valid point. Unless they're spending the infrastructure $350 for a season of NHL Game Pass where you can't even see half the games anyway. That's well, so I mean, dumb. That there's, a lot of, so there's still a lot of hockey fans that don't watch games. They just follow the teams, what's happening yeah. online. Yeah, follow they follow the, like that, the Instagram and stuff. They watch yeah, the highlights, the highlights. On, on Instagram. Yeah. YouTube watch and that's still huge and that's still huge for advertisers yeah. and stuff because you still see the jerseys absolutely at the ads you still see the stadium Dude, ads when you, you still t- see the TV ads sometimes you, you ever try to watch to those networks. you ever try to watch those highlights of uh, of hockey games on YouTube there's at least eight ads eight ad pauses yeah on those NHL highlight videos exactly. of each game they're making bank YouTube's added a lot way too many ads yeah, that's a whole other thing. YouTube has way too many ads. You, there they are gave me a so survey the ads. other day. They're like, "How is your ad ads like 
quality you know what, and i was like you, extra poor <laughs> you know what ticks me off tsn i pay for tsn and they've added ads before i start a live stream like before i start watching well, like one of their like soon you'll have that on netflix too. you'll have that on everything no, I'm Netflix, fucking Well, Netflix is Netflix. adding. Yeah, 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 I'm not going dropping down. I'm not going down to six dollars <laughs> just to have. Because have you seen how many ads they're adding? Like it's a lot per yeah. hour. Like it's a stupid amount. I think it's yeah, like twenty percent or something like that. Fifteen percent. Something. Yeah. It was like a every hour number. you have like six ads or something. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, it's and, too much. and they're all like twenty, thirty seconds each. Like fuck that. Not yeah. going back to that. But yeah. um. Um, okay, my dream scenario is Ryan Reynolds gets the team and he brings in like Shaq or something. <laughs> like just <laughs> someone that has absolute, like some sports star that has absolutely nothing to do with, like Shaq's loaded. Like Shaq's on his way to be, being a billionaire from his like all of his investments and stuff. Like this would be a sick investment, I feel, for him. Like that'd be so cool. That like, would be my cool dream. if he brought in like... It doesn't have to be like Shaq per se, but like any well, like LeBron. You isn't know, like Marshawn any Lynch guy. a Seattle owner? Yeah, he's part. Sure he's he a is. part Seattle owner. Yeah, yeah but Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch isn't Shaq, or no, he's not. He's like a he was a star player, but he's not a star. Well, he said some funny moment. He was on a. He had a funny moment on a Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> that was funny. I don't remember that. <laughs> You don't remember that? You're talking Who was about it? his oh. quesadilla. Who was like it? it? Says his quesadilla. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, no. but he he was like a really <laughs> good player. No, he was an he was amazing player. Good. He was he was an, a superstar football player, but he's not a. The problem with he's not an influencer was... in that sense. Like Shaq, yeah. Shaq he, has Shaq millions of people watching him every single day. Marshawn Lynch is becoming an influencer, though. Is yeah, he? but Shaq's on national. It's not even close. Not Shaq's on like national TV. He's in ads and like. I mean, yeah, Marshawn. I mean, is but too. getting a getting an up and comer too isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm you know get Marshawn Lynch sure, but I haven't seen him do anything for Seattle. Have you? I don't know. No. Marshawn Lynch. I've seen him do but a maybe whole bunch of promos for. How much stuff. Seattle stuff do you see though? Like I don't see shit. I don't see I don't see that. I mean, I follow them on so- I follow them on social media and shit through talking hockey, Twitter, all that shit. I still don't see that much of him. True. But I don't follow him specifically, I guess. Yeah. So maybe that's why. But like you'd think it would pop up um if it's not popping up on my feed for on the talking hockey feed, then it's it's not like if I follow all this hockey shit and I'm not seeing it, then but he clearly could be it's a not having a big enough impact. Yeah, that's fine. He, he is, but I don't want a quiet owner. I want Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds feels and I want like he'll, yeah, he'll Shaq. he'll be a loud owner. Reynolds <laughs> yeah. will be a loud owner. It feels like exactly. He'll go to games. He'll like pump up the crowd. He'll do stuff. Like, the opposite like... of Eugene Melnick, who who yeah. like who had this one random interview before one of the seasons with Mark Borowiecki. Uh, answering fans' questions or something that like that. That was creepy. And he was yeah. wearing this jersey from like 2010. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy. That was. A creepy I also interview. trust Ryan Reynolds to like hire good management and stuff. I just like trust him more than like. I don't think he has any but say I... in that. I don't think he'd have any say in that. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know how things. much say he'll no, have. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm exactly. not saying he'll have say, but he's gonna. He's gonna be if he owns the team. He's gonna be the one picking general managers and all that but, shit. What does he know? That's my point. I still think I I don't think you need to be an hockey expert to hire a competent GM. I I've refuted that claim for a while now. I, I think th- honestly, I I'm fully on board with you. Don't even need to hire a GM that's super involved in hockey. You just have to hire someone that understands like business and understands decision making. Decision make exactly. And if like they understand if they understand decision making, they understand risk management. They can adapt that those skills to hockey, but a hockey guy is never going to adapt to go backwards in those skills. You're never going to get a hockey guy that learns risk management well, but you can learn. You can get a ton of guys that are experts in risk management and get them to learn hockey. You're never going to get it the exactly. other way around, which is why How so many, many guys are shit. Here, here's the best example of that. Only one guy a year who knows hockey as a GM can win the cup. <laughs> Exactly. 
There. Only one guy. There's more guys We're, that don't know. Here, that don't and the, know this is a good lead into our next topic. Don Sweeney and the fucking Bruins management. Oh, my God. Any competent person that understands risk, understands risk Wouldn't management, have done that. would never Holy have fucking fuck. done that in a million years. But because he's a hockey guy, he doesn't think about this shit. And you can't stop these morons. Were they trying to play decisions. money balls to the match? Probably they probably were, and they're fucking morons. Like yeah. anyone that's older than seven years old saw a shit show coming the second they saw that. The second I saw you sign Mitchell Miller, are you a fucking idiot? Ignoring okay. ignoring morals. We don't need to talk about morals. Everyone knows the moral aspects of it. I'm just talking about from a just a fucking basic business PR decision if we're all terrible human beings and don't give a shit about any of that it was the dumbest thing it was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen along and with like the Montreal Canadiens um, drafting uh, Logan Mayo uh, Mayo yeah, Mayo uh, that uh, two years ago yeah. uh, or Arizona initially drafting him Miller, and all this yeah. other shit. Like, it's just, it was, so, and you already saw Arizona, like how much shit Arizona went through for drafting him. And then two years later, you went and did it again. And, the, <laughs> and a big thing under talked about is why they do it like now. Because A, he was put back into this draft. He was dr- technically draft eligible for this past draft. I didn't know that. So every team had a chance to draft him again. No one did, including Boston. And since that draft, he's been a free agent, so he's been eligible to be signed since then. And no team has done anything. Yep. And Boston just randomly because when other teams were slightly less dumb. Yeah. It's not that every other team was a fucking genius. It was they were just slightly less fucking dumb. And you would not see this decision made by anyone outside the NHL that understood risk management, which is why I always say you don't need a fucking hockey guy. You don't need someone from within hockey to be a GM. (laughs) You need a fucking smart individual that can understand things, hire people to make the proper decisions, and then fucking respond when things come at them. And this was something that's so easily avoidable. It's so it like pisses me off so fucking much. I'm just well, like, there's no reason. Timothy Timothy Lilligren has two goals tonight, by the way. I saw that. Holy crap! Timothy Jiminy. What a I told night you he for was the Timothy Jiminy. He was the best, the best least defenseman. You did say it. You did say it. Ty did say it. I can. No, I, can I, I, that. I saw a really good tweet. It was uh, something along the lines of, "Imagine how fucked up of a decision you have to make in order for Gary Bettman to say no to a Jeremy Jacobs own team or whatever." Yeah, I know. Like the that's that's his best <laughs> friend. Yeah, I'm like that. Well, yeah, and then Cam Neely's like, "Whoa, who did this?" Well, Neely, <laughs> you did it, dude. Yeah. Was it Neely or Sweeney that was? No, Neely was, was like, "We have to look into the decision making process." For ne- this. Is Neely the GM? Or... No, Neely's no, like no. a uh, like a president or yeah. okay, hockey yeah, operation. Yeah. Neely's, or yeah, Neely's the one I was talking about. Then. Sweeney's like, GM. Neely's. Sweeney had a quote. This decision. Sweeney had a quote where he was like, "I can't categorically." tell you this was the right decision and then also said he wasn't he was he wasn't sure if he'd be able to forgive miller if this happened to his own kid exactly yeah i don't think i don't think sweeney wanted to do it and also he also said other teams were interested in signing miller as well so there were other teams and miller probably chose boston over the other teams so some other so there were other teams that were those teams need to be they were in it they and need the, to be out and, and they sure. just lost out on him which yeah. i don't know if that's worse or better <laughs> worse <laughs> I think yeah. it's worse because uh, even, just as bad couldn't even get the kid that no just as just as bad because because <sighs> like an entry-level contract there's like you can max out money right and yeah so yeah, like, it's gonna have full performance bonuses too just fucking yeah like it was a full offer it was a full nhl scaled offer like it from and, the beginning and I'm pretty sure the contract's not just terminated. Like he's making not, money. He gets paid. He's gonna get paid. Yeah, he's getting paid. Yeah, because so he can't get it terminated. That, oh, fuck that guy. Like honestly, that's they stupid. give him free money. They give him money to yeah. not play the sport. Yes, and they have to buy him out, and he'll probably go to KHL or something. Yes. Yeah, KHL doesn't give a shit. 
KHL does not care. Yeah, he, Honestly, he's, he's not getting another chance. He actually no, I shouldn't say that. Because he might Batman not said, be getting another chance. Well, with another team if he does do stuff, I think he should get a chance. Like, yeah, this comes down to like how how much do we rate well, off a person? Agents, um, press release. Yeah, because well, he literally was, hasn't done anything, which is no, his, pretty his, despicable. No, it's, yeah. His agent came out like the day after he it got terminated, and he's like, "I am a black man in hockey. I signed him yep. like saying, thinking that this guy um, could he learn from he us. Was reformed and all this. And, shit. No, no, no. Yeah. He said, "I believe we could work with him like to reform him." And then he's like, "Here's four charities that he's been working with, or something." Like it's, it seemed like a defense of the guy. And then I think I think Twitter does overreact in For the sure. sense of like they will hold him to that past. I also agree that yes, that doesn't mean he gets the privilege of playing in the NHL ever because of his past. Um, but you can't say like I-, I don't know who makes up the I don't know who makes the rules of like when forgiveness starts to happen. I think the worst part of it all is his family saying like this guy still hasn't apologized to like, yes. us. Like that, I think that's the part that is the worst. That's 100%. the worst part. Yes, for sure. They need to have like a sit down and it needs to not be on television or anything, but it needs to yeah. happen. And we need like, that's what there's when he can maybe get signed. And like, so I just, okay, I just think of anyone else who, okay, this is bad, yeah. but I think of people who are also in the situation where they've done really bad things to people. Like even the shame of confronting that for whoever is involved is like heavy. Like even if you did yeah. went back to like, grade nine and thought about someone that you said something mean to and you still remember it like even apologizing is is a heavy burden which is why i think it's shameful that he hasn't done it and like proof that he probably hasn't agreed like that's the the part that he really does need to do because only then do you really actually address the issue because until that happens you don't feel like he actually feels bad that he did it yeah <laughs> and i'm sure i i I don't. I can't speak for him. I would say that he probably does feel bad. But at this point, at this but point, why you'll, does he you feel bad? Never know. At this point, yeah, you'll never know why he feels bad. Is it mm-hmm. public pressure making him feel bad? And he's like, I thought people. Well, were just the offers. fact that he can't play the sport that he yeah, clearly or loves that, like the... him apologizing will never be like a win. Now, yeah, yes, because you know? because it's now it's late. just yeah, yeah. it's too late. Exactly. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. It's it's, it's way too, too late. late now. And like for me, I think Boston was probably just imagining people to have the same feeling that i did when ty's like boston just signed uh malcolm miller or whatever i'm like who, who? Like, i forgot yeah. the name yeah like i, I which is dumb of them 100 percent. twitter doesn't forget yeah twitter, twitter <laughs> doesn't twitter forget, does not forget and all it t- and all it took was one person to notice yeah. it for everyone yes. like you can't hide things anymore nowadays you yeah exactly. you can't hide as soon as they as soon as they 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 sign him like it's announced right away and everyone's like what the hell yeah. So he, here's what makes it even worse, and I posted this tweet because it went, like, viral. Like, I think 7,000 likes on Twitter, like 1,000 retweets or something. Ty's favorite was woman crazy. Liked, liked our picture of it, too. Oh, yeah. Sarah Siv liked it. Wait, you posted this picture, uh, Eric? I posted on Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so basically the tweet was, so to catch up, and this is from someone that's, like, a big Bruins, uh, what that covers the Bruins for some... Uh, wherever he's like the head the head coach wasn't consulted so they didn't they didn't talk to the coach before signing him the players they didn't talk to the players before signing him and the players are like fully against it all the player all the top players in the bruins organization came out against it nit fully no bergeron so real quick real quick i saw an interview of marchant talking about it and it didn't sound like he it sounded like he talked about how he thought the locker room could reform the kid. Yeah, so ba- basically, so what the like Bruins he's supporting it? No, no, no. So Mar- not, I, not I saw, I watched, the, I read, I watched that whole thing because I saw someone tweet it, and he basically said, "No, like the way I think about it now, like he shouldn't be on the team." But I also think, like, if he's ever, if he ever like atones for his sins and all this shit we can reform him in that locker room sort of deal. Okay. Which is probably the right answer, which is like the responsible yeah. answer, which is like, yes, this kid fucked up. And if he like apologizes and makes right and all this shit, 
we can reform him in the locker room and turn him into like a better person, which is the whole idea in the first place, right? Like we don't want to banish this kid from society. You want him to fix his shit and be a productive member of society, whether it's playing in the NHL, you know, we can, everyone can have that argument, whatever. But like, I think what he said was right. But like all the players came out against it too. Like Nick Foligno was yeah. like, I have no idea why the fuck they did this in the yeah. first place. Bergeron was like, nah, like he's Bergeron not said I think Bergeron said he wasn't fence. welcome on our team or something. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, he said if he's if he's still the same person, if, this, yeah, if the yeah, same yeah. person shows up, he's not welcome on our team. Yes. He said something along the lines of uh, like that go like we are a culture of inclusion, diversity, and if it's mm. the same person that shows up, he's not welcome on our team. Yeah, which is the right um, thing to like, say because yeah. he doesn't know exactly like, he doesn't know exactly what this kid did. Yeah, or even if he knows generally what the kid did, he doesn't know what he did to fix the situation. Like he doesn't have yeah. context. He's just saying. And then he's like, know. if if he like, and then he said, if basically, I, the I think the intent of him saying what what he said was, if he does show up, like it's not in our control, and we're going to make sure that this guy starts living good values yeah so so then not only were the head the head coach wasn't consulted players were against it miller wasn't even eligible to play in the nhl he wasn't even eligible to play in the AHL. Wait, but that's okay so i like you've seen batman say that but okay. yeah i don't buy that did you not did you also not see the nhl pa yeah say I see that, that they never heard from the nhl that Mitchell Miller was not allowed to play in the NHL. So that's like Batman's basically saying now he's not allowed. So he's maybe he's covering his ass is what you're saying. Before that, Batman had never made a ruling. I see. I get well that to be fair to Batman, and I'm never fair to Batman. (laughs) He doesn't deserve it. But he didn't feel like him, he like, had to because he didn't think didn't anyone have, would be this yeah, stupid. Exactly. He was probably just like, you know, like, okay, like, you know. But this is, this is it's the, very hard I to have something. every rule for every edge case. Mm-hmm. And this I is very much today, an edge though. case. Yeah. Eric, shut up. Eric, shut the <laughs> fuck up. I saw something today that was like, if like the NHL is in a really tough position because of this, because Boston basically can't play him. And I was something, something away in the way that they did it. If they bought him out, I think the NHLPA would have to file a grievance. Can they even buy him out? Or, though? Can you buy out? But there was, there was something you can buy out an entry level. I'm yeah, sure. but there was something that would have to happen. If, if, if something happened, the NHLPA would have to file a grievance, which is probably the last thing it wants to do for this kid. Yes. But they would have to do it. So then the NHLPA is in a tough position. So the Bruins literally fucked up every so single hard. person involved <laughs> by doing this. Like they and they put have to everyone pay in a no-win position other than the kid who gets to play, like who gets to get paid for not doing anything. So to I your mean, point, like, literally Luke, this is a lose, 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 lose. Yes. Lose. So to your point, like the the tweet was like the Bruins never consulted the league. <laughs> or the NHLPA, clearly. Yeah. And they never talked to the victim or his family, also. So they never went yeah. to talk to the family. Oh, what did he do? You know, okay, he's reformed. Like, what did he do? He never. They never even talked Which to the family. Which makes Neely and Sweeney's comments just so hollow. Just like, well, it's, it's you didn't just talk to them. I think it just yeah. makes Neely's co- it's, hollow. It's, I don't think it makes Sweeney's. Sweeney's was very much like, I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I he's like I had to drive this kid from the airport and I'll drive him back personally probably because he's like this kid's gonna get shot <laughs> yeah like it was just a mess because they got he, they signed him they tried to justify everything right and then the probably the most shocking part was that the players came and said you know we definitely don't agree with this like Bergeron hinted at it Felino straight up said it Felino said it's hard for us to swallow right yeah. exactly no. And did, have you ever seen an NHL? Did, did Montreal say the same thing when nope. Logan no Mayu got drafted? Out and said anything. They did not. Did anybody say anything about nope. Alex Formanton? You know those. Formanton is different. So okay, far. but I'm just okay. But whatever. You know what? There's. Yeah. Did anybody I, say anything? Ties other scenarios, right? Like no. players very rarely come out and start saying this stuff. So the fact that like, which also shows really well for the Bruins, and you know I have no love for the Bruins. But they, the team, the leadership team, I guess, showed well here. Like you, like if this was in Edmonton, this wouldn't have happened. If this is in Montreal, maybe yes. under new management, this would have happened. But like we've seen what Connor McDavid says when 
shit is brought up. It's like all he, about hockey for me. Yeah, too. and he doesn't give a shit, right? Yeah. So Scary incident well in the, the uh, Edmonton Lightning game. Evander Kane got his wrist cut by Patrick Maroon's skate. Oh, Jesus. Yikes. Yikes. Anyways, not to not regularly. Yeah, I don't know. I see like th- four tweets right now being like, this guy is blood all over the ice. Well, uh, speaking of the. Uh, so the other mm. thing people are mad about is the reporters uh, that were meant that. Uh, I think specifically people are mad at Elliot Friedman right now. I don't know if you Why? guys have oh. seen that stuff. I saw because he he had the question of like when does forgiveness begin or like when does moving on or like whatever happen or something, right? No, so basically, yeah. Basically, like he came out and he tweeted like he. I think he just reported what the Bruins told him, which was, and I don't know if you know how you guys feel about that from a reporter's perspective, but he basically came out and said, hey, Bruins are signing Mitchell Miller. They did their research and came to the decision that it was okay for them to sign him based off of what he's done so far sort of deal. So basically just like carrying the the Bruins water in the sense that like just reporting, okay, yeah, they did their due diligence, talked about this internally and made a hard decision and did it sort of deal. Which is what he reported. But which is what not, he does too. Which like, is what he does, yeah. But he also never is that questions great? the NHL. The podcast is just one big NHL suck fest. <laughs> like, oh, that's horrible looking. Just clearly shit. watching the video of his yeah. wrist getting slit. Kane goes to the bench and he's like, "Help! Help! 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 Help!" And like literally within five seconds, spl- like a pool. Like, fuck. not even five seconds. That's like, gross. Fuck, man. Jesus Christ. Yikes. Well, you know, I was going to say There's... something bad about Evander Kane. <laughs> Don't we were do talking that. about That's the McDavid. <laughs> before, literally right before Luke said that, I was about to say the talk about the whole Kane thing for a second. But I'm not, I'm going to refrain from that. Yeah, because, refrain from you know, that from now. We, Go to the. We, don't, we do not support players uh, getting into You don't remember it? So, what I was uh, talking about? Yep. Real quick, just remember how I was talking about that funny-looking guy with Reynolds who seems mm-hmm. to be following him around. That guy is. is Danny DeVito? That guy is gomered. Like he's drunk. There's just a <laughs> video of him, and he's pounding back wine. He's had different drinks in his hand. You can just tell he is so drunk. <laughs> Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Basically, what the Bruins can do now is a couple of different things. So he's assigned to the AHL, and the Bruins can decide to pay Miller to stay at home and then buy him out at the end of the year, and he gets one-third of his NHL salary. Or the Bruins can work with Miller and his agent and everything like that on a settlement so that he can become a free agent. Um, But if the Bruins... This is all reported by Greg Wyshynski. Uh, but if the Bruins or the NHL sought to terminate the contract because of Miller's history, a source tells ESPN that the NHLPA would be expected to file a grievance. Same goes for any kind of multi-year suspension to essentially nullify the contract, which is basically exactly what Luke said, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. Now now we can move on to the intangibles. Thing. Yeah. So you want to set that up, Luke, or you want me to? I didn't read it, so... I'll let you set it up. Yeah, so basically, uh, there's this really uh, great guy on Twitter that does these like long threads that does a lot of research on drafts. So like uh, a couple of the things he's done is talk about uh, draft biases. So he's done reports on, you know, taller players versus shorter players, heavier players versus, um, you know, uh, lighter players. He's done power forwards versus, uh, you know, smaller players. He, he, he drops all these biases. He understands these biases based off of what the scouting reports say. So he takes all the scouting reports from, let's say, a couple of different drafts, and he looks for the keywords that describe players, and he's basically come up with a bunch of stats to show how players perform if they're described a certain way. So one of his reports that came out a couple weeks ago was about safety picks. So you know how, on, how in every draft we... Uh, here, oh, this player's a safe pick, right? This player's a safe pick. He's, you know, he has a he has a low ceiling or a low ceiling, but a low floor or a high floor, 
right? So all those keywords he finds in all these different scouting reports, and what he found is that those players on average turn out worse than players that don't have that those descriptions in their game. Why is that? You know, you can theorize it to a bunch of different reasons, but what he found was that's the case. But his newest report, and this guy's great, his name is Chase McCallum, CM Hockey 66 on Twitter. Shout out to him. Uh, what he did this time was he searched hundreds of scouting reports for intangibles like leadership and competitiveness and found that prospects with those intangibles have often not lived up to their draft position. So he basically looks at their draft position and goes, you know, on average, their draft position is here, but their value is here. And what he basically found is they get drafted way higher than they should when they when scouts use these words like leadership and competitiveness and all this stuff. So on it's average, surprising. You, sorry, it's not surprising because usually those end up being like your bottom six guys, right? Usually, yes. I mean, that's what you would think. But the other interesting part is he also, in his research, looked at negative intangible terms like selfish, lazy, and immature to the search to compare. The negative intangibles cohort dramatically outperformed the positive intangible cohort. So what that means for everyone listening is if you draft a guy at number 30 and he's labeled as selfish, lazy, and immature compared to you draft someone at 30 with leadership and uh, in competitiveness and all this stuff, on average, what he's found over the last bunch of drafts is that the person that you draft that's called selfish, lazy, lazy, immature, whatever, performs better, <laughs> which is absolutely nuts to think about. And we, I feel like we've talked a lot about how you know scouting is so bad, there's all these biases and stuff like that, and this research is like amazing. To point out like how crazy, um, like scouts are getting it wrong in these types of aspects, right? Are scouts just stupid? It it reminds me. This reminds me of that scene in Moneyball where they're talking about 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 the the, the players before the draft, and it's all these old guys, and they're like, "Oh, he has a he has a good looking wife or something." Yeah, girlfriend exactly, like exactly. That. You know, he's confident. He, you know, he he's has confidence. confidence he's confident. He's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> because he's got a good looking girl. Ugly girl means no confidence. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So this Do you is think absolutely that crazy. NHL scouts are like that still. Like, I think so I, for I, sure. I have I would zero, I I have zero they doubt they are. Based on yeah. how much I've heard, like former Can you players, tell like to talk, stop walking around. I cannot. Sorry, what did you say, Luke? I said tell Snowball to stop walking around. Oh yeah, <laughs> lock him in a cage, Martin. <laughs> no. Yeah, but anyways, no, I thought no I thought cage. this was like super fast, and he obviously mentioned like this is assuming we're talking about like normal instances he's not including like Mitchell Miller level character concerns when he's looking at this research. Um Yeah, what the hell is so a character just, concern? What like like the person like obviously like Mitchell Hamilton? Miller No, like Mitchell like, no, what he's saying is like he ignored the Mitchell Miller, you know, Logan yeah, Mayu stuff I, and and he just used like the I, people, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm I, just explaining. But like, I'm making a joke because the <laughs> NHL hates on Dougie Hamilton because he's yeah. not a he's not one of the he boys. Likes museums. He goes exactly. Museum. Like it's exactly. stupid that they make fun of him. So yep. it's is that he like part of the character that. concerns they put in into these stupid things? If it is, like holy fuck, the NHL's really got some problems. How many good players have we missed on in these drafts? Like it's I mean I it's what crazy the Shane to think about reports were. It is crazy to think about. I agree. So, like, it's you know, nuts. Shane Wright, literally Shane Wright, literally this past draft, oh, you know, all the character concerns. And as we've seen, people with character concerns outperform people, those with absolutely no character but concerns. His character concerns were interesting because they were kept, like, the biggest one I've heard is they questioned why he didn't go to Europe and play hockey. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm like, not, again, it, it doesn't. Which is a weird thing. For like, sure. why didn't he go to Europe yeah. and play hockey? I mean, for sure, like, you know, there, there's obviously instances where people with with negative intangibles, selfish, lazy, whatever, immature, like, that does impact them, for sure. But on average, and, it, and it, the thing is, like, if this was close, 
Like, okay, you know, the people with negative intangibles yes. are only a little bit better. It would be one thing. But if you look at this graph, it's like, gra uh, if, if you look at this graph, it's basically like, sig it's a significant difference. <laughs> it's a whole standard deviation di of difference. Like, it's absolutely crazy how overvalued the leadership qualities, competitive qualities are, and how, like, if you do, if you see people calling players selfish and lazy and immature, they will outperform those players, which is absolutely absurd to think about. And it just shows, like, you know, NHL drafting has a long way to go in, yes. in, to, in terms of, like, effectiveness, for sure. Which seems well-known. Which is well-known, but not that well-known because you still see teams investing millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars into scouts that are producing awful results that anyone with a computer and an Excel sheet can beat half the time. Like, so anyways, that, that was like one of the more interesting things that came about. The other interesting thing was, of course, like I mentioned the one from like a couple weeks ago, which was players that are labeled as safe are actually never safe. And when they say they have low ceiling or low, uh, yeah, low ceilings and high floors, they turn out, turns out that they rarely make the NHL to begin with. So, you know, drafting guys that you think are safe picks might not actually be that safe of a thing to do. And I think ever... we actually see that with, like, the Senators' the last couple drafts where they kept saying, we're going to pick this guy because he's a safe pick and all this stuff. Why would you no. ever pick a safe pick? Like, pick a fucking Doesn't make any sense. potential home run pick exactly. every draft, every, every round. Dra every pick should be, I'm going for a home run because you can always yes. get fourth liners. Well, I mean, you liners. saw that a lot with, like, I mean, Toronto's been, I think, pretty good at that. Although it hasn't really panned out in a lot of times. Because you're still talking about minuscule chances when you're in the exactly, late yeah. first round onwards, yes, right? of course. But, um, you know, the base that's, that's why you should do it whatnot, even more. Right. Like and, you should be yeah. fucking home running every time, even more. Because if you have a five percent chance at a player, you better take the guy that has a high upside versus the high the guy that uh, has a five percent right. chance of becoming and, a fourth and it, liner. And I think Minnesota's <laughs> been pretty good at it too. And you know, just some examples there of when they look at the draft projections versus Minnesota, Seattle, Toronto, Carolina have been very great at it the last couple of years. I found. Um, Seattle's been in two drafts, dude. Shut up. Yeah. In the last couple of years, they've been good at it. Two years. Well, in I a mean, row, they lucked in the Shane, right? Well. I guess Maddie Beniers has in. been really good. Maddie Beniers has been amazing. Yep. They, I think they've done an extremely good job so far. Except um, the fan, except the expansion draft that fucked them. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. But but also Shane Wright hasn't though. been good as, in his just just to point out how bad opportunity Ottawa's defense is. Ottawa has 35 shots and they have two goals. Vancouver has 19 shots and they have three goals. And I'm <laughs> fucking livid. Vancouver Pedersen's been really good this year. Speaking of Vancouver, he seems to be turning it around a little bit. Oh, you see uh, Rutherford's comments about the, the yeah, that was bad. Those were what did Rutherford say? Good. I missed it. Basically, put put Boudreaux on blast Boudreaux. like saying really? they've had bad they've had bad practices bad bad, bad training structure. camp bad structure did you put Basically, Boudreaux on blast everything, everything that Boudreaux's in charge of <laughs> and known for like structure I sent it yesterday <laughs> everything like that I might have missed it yeah um, here was the comments Jim Rutherford hammered the team. This is from Frank uh, Cervelli. Jim Rutherford hammered the team structure and play. When asked point blank if he is the right coach for the desired structure, Rutherford did not offer support for Boudreau. Uh, quote, we're at the, this point where we have to make players more accountable, take the necessary steps to get their attention. He mentioned the goal uh, heading into the next offseason is to clear big contracts for cap space. I mean, the, the structure of the like you built a team and it sucks. That's when Rachel Dory was like, uh, that's when Rachel Dory made her like big, big bad wolf structure comment. So I, I think she didn't like Rutherford probably all that much is what I'm getting from her tweets. Did like, Rutherford hire her? I think, yeah, I don't know. I think well, so. There was, he hired a bunch of like women in that organization too. So maybe it wasn't like Rutherford per se. Maybe it was someone else in the organization. 
Can we Possibly. talk about real, real quick? Because you just mentioned Cervelli. Can we talk about how I think it's a bad career move that he went to Daily Face Off instead of sticking yeah, with TSN? Kind of uh, like I hear about him way now. less. Now yeah, he's, he's a little. I see him a lot. Now. He's yeah. a he's a really good insider though. He has a lot of good info. Yeah, but like yeah. But he isn't like in our face every day. Yeah, remember, remember exactly. when he? Remember when they, he was just start? Like, the thing the is, there's thing so is, many insiders. Like every insider, the second Sir okay. Valley tweets, eighteen and others hear, tweet. Exactly, and you hear the other ones more because they're no, on. No, 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 no. National. I'll, I'll, I I always look at Frank Cervelli because I remember we had the Seattle. You're on Twitter though, like on a Wednesday not on Twitter. At, a Wednesday don't. at 10 a.m. Rather than the Thursday at 8 p.m., we already knew all the results of the expansion. Yeah, yeah, that that was kind of crazy. That was was crazy. That is true. That but that also happened once. (laughs) But there's okay. That was still really funny. No, but like any other time, like whenever, like he he breaks shit all the time. But when he's breaking shit, he's breaking shit with eight other insiders. Yeah. Okay, but but also at the same time, like they probably gave him a whack load of money. TSN was and still is kind of dying, right? Same with sports that yeah they're getting lower and the lower shows. viewership every year. That's right. Fair. That's fair. and daily faceoff probably said, "Hey, here's a whole bunch of money. Come on over." So, I mean, I look at daily faceoff all the time for my fantasy stuff, right? Yeah, I do. I do too. And, but I also don't see. I don't watch anything of Frank Cervelli on daily exactly. faceoff. No, I don't. I just go look at the lines and but, done. <laughs> but do you see anything from Kevin Weeks other than his videos on Twitter of him? Driving to the restaurant and then you got some big breaking news here, you know. That's the only mm-hmm. time I see yeah. him. Why sure. is Kevin Weeks like always in, like reported in in on manager jobs and stuff? Like he doesn't like I've listened to some. He doesn't of his have hits opinions. He doesn't seem to know what the fuck he's talking about. Some of the time, <clears throat> just and someone he tells even him, talk "Hey, about his opinions that much too." To yeah, begin with. he's a goalie, bro. What do you expect? They don't you know hear, you hear Nick's they, opinions. They get, they, yeah, we do get to hear Nick's opinions. On goalies, all goalies do is receive a shot. They need to be in the right spot at the right time, and, and they're kind of mental because with they inside because they want a puck flying at them. Have you yeah. ever met a normal goalie? Have you ever heard stories of a normal no, goalie? Exactly, that's no. what I'm saying. Even in soccer, the goalies were all weird. Like goalies honestly, in soccer I mean this, are crazy. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Nick is probably like one of the most abnormal people I've ever met. In my life. <laughs> like, there's nothing normal. Every he's, single he's friend I've famous, ever, though, that I know that has met him is like, "Is this guy okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he's a hockey goalie." It's probably because he. <laughs> it's that probably how he's enough. TikTok famous. Yeah, he just has weird ideas. Like I've never been able TikTok to be like, he, I've never been able to explain a Nick. He is a very good at TikTok. I have to give him that. Yeah, He's I also can't explain good. Thai, which is, but I don't try to explain. People Thai. think I people think I have social skills. I don't. No, so. nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I love. I loved how we all just went silent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Thai, uh... I've I've seen your social skills with new people. You definitely don't. I don't know, but Ty has all those office biddies, so like you know maybe. <laughs> yeah, somehow at work he has a personality that yeah, people yeah. like. He becomes. A new he hasn't person. even seen my new place yet. Well, my, every time I say I'm going to come over, either, he says, to be he "One says of my I'm best leaving. friends." No, every single time. You mean the one time? You mean today? Yes. We've invited you down several times after your work, and you say. No, I'm gonna go hang out with my work friends instead. That's never happened. I always have. That them. has happened several times. When well, are you guys having your housewarming party? You said you're gonna have one, and then. Well, Eric, you wouldn't be invited anyways. That's I don't so even rude. worry about it. How would I not you're be in, invited? You're in Ottawa. I would be the first invite. I he should would be come. The first invite. Eric, Eric would come. I would make. On the, I would mission hop from on Ottawa. The mega bus. Are you crazy? Yeah. Our place. Our place I'll is so. Okay, first of all, our place is so hot. It's. I'm sweating right now, in my place. And we don't really have enough like space for the people twenty plus friends that we would have. Uh, break it up into two nights. Yeah. Have the important people there the first night, aka Eric. Eric. I don't think you want to be forgotten twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's just hurtful. That's just hurtful. If I'm anything, gonna, it'd be Ty forgotten twice. I'm gonna Ty, pretend we don't even I want didn't Ty to come that. to our place anymore. Oh, I'm gonna we pretend invited I didn't him, hear and that. he just refuses to show up. 
Yeah. He's got either a concert or a volleyball game or a Leafs game or a Raptors game with his well, work friends. Don't forget, we got it. We got a Leafs game coming up soon, Luke. We do. So I'll see you in a month from now. Thanks. I'll, I'll see you sooner than then. Okay. Oh, are we? Did you? Do we have the tickets for that? Mm-hmm. We do, we do. Yes, me, Ty, Nick, and Robert. Well, because because Eric's Eric said, "Oh, I'll come," and then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm in Ottawa." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, then, I'm gonna come on a Thursday. I invited game. about seven people to this game after four people had already accepted the tickets. <laughs> well, anyway, you know what? I think that's enough. We've yeah, done enough podcast for today. Yeah. You're 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 done being roasted, Ty. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. sick of it. I'm calling it here. Okay. Well, thanks everyone. Holy for fuck! Oh, uh, Ottawa Senators are doing goal again. Hey, hey, Martin. Can you tell me who's in last in the Atlantic? Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.